Oh shit! All right, sorry about that. All right, hey everyone, welcome to welcome to welcome to State of the Realm, where we're not playing Smash. Be quiet, be quiet. We're not playing Smash right now. We're we're here to talk about Final Fantasy. We're here to talk about Final Fantasy fourteen. That's right. We're uh, uh, welcome, welcome to. Are you uh, sure? There's a show this week about something. Um, shit, Sly. What, what do we what What do we do? What do we do, Sly? My Sly, God, Sly, Sly, Sly's here. Sly's here, by the way. Sly's here, by the way. Yes, I'm here, and I'm not playing Smash yet. I'll be playing later this week. If you haven't made it abundantly clear that I need to play Smash, like everybody else has done this past week, I don't know what did. <laughs> God, happy, really. I mean, listen, it's just I'm almost at Elite Smash. All right, I just, I just See, need. I've told people like. It's not even. It's not even Sly. Are you playing Sla Smash? When are you getting Smash? Sly? Play Slash. It's, it's just. Yeah. Yeah. It's just. Um. All that people have to say. It's. It's like Animal from Muppets. Sly. Smash. Smash. That. That's just it. All right. All right. Well, Sly. So I was so busy with Smash. Um. Yeah. Mm hmm. Did you? You yeah. came up with something for the show this week, right? Uh, I guess sure. Yeah. yeah. We have. We have the. Yeah, yeah, we have a show that's not about Smash. By the way, who are you meaning? I play Jigglypuff. Okay. Dude, the puff is the stuff, all right? You can't... Dude, the and also Mewtwo know what to do, all right? So there's this, like, we got we got the Pokemon up in here. Uh, yeah, I guess there's this interview that Dengeki did with Yoshida and, like, Starlight Celebration and stuff. Mm -hmm. That Yeah, we could talk yeah. about that. Yeah, I'm also I'm also going to New Jersey tomorrow. So we, if we didn't do the show today, it wasn't happening. So that's right. that's it's simple. So thank you all for for joining us. Um, before we even get started with with that slide, uh, we want to start moving into kind of like a new um, format for the show format. because at the yeah. end mm -hmm. of the show every week we always have like. Everything at once. Our, Everything. Our, our, our Steel Series, our sign-offs, our Patreon sponsors. So we want to start moving some of that stuff around. Yeah. So what we'll do this week is we'll do the Steel Series part at the start. And this is for all of you, too. Then we'll do Patreon and our sign-offs at the end. What we'll start doing is we'll start doing Patreon in the middle, and then we could just move to our sign-offs at the end. So, like, we can we can cut off in the middle of a topic. Be like, you know, just want to take a moment to talk about this. That's we're gonna do that instead of piling it all on at the end. Is that this? Is, are you are you that, down that for good. this? That sounds yeah. I'm down. I'm down. 
you are down. So what we're going to do this week is we're going to draw a winner for a Steel Series giveaway. And then next week, we won't have to do that, but we'll mention Steel Series. Which, by the way, Steel Series sponsors the show every week, and we have a giveaway every month. So if you haven't been entering Thank the... Thank you, Steel Series. Yeah, if you haven't been entering the Steel Series sponsor the show, you get free shit giveaway every month. I don't know why, because it's free shit. And SteelSeries has been sponsoring my channel for years now, so you might as well do it. Um, with that, we do have a winner. Uh, Vasadurion was the was the winner for the November giveaway, and the December one is congratulations. Yes, congratulations. I will be uh, I will be DMing you. Uh, I will be emailing you more specifically for details and shipping and all that whatnot. So congratulations, Vasadurion, for winning that. And again. Uh, go look under the YouTube video. If you're watching on YouTube, just scroll down and enter. It's free for you. You do n you put a name in and do nothing else. So it's super easy. Free shit. And Indeed. anywhere Steel Series ships, you're eligible. Just to be clear about that, it doesn't matter if you're in the U.S. or not. It doesn't doesn't matter at all. They ship to the country. You can enter. It doesn't matter. So congratulations to Vasdurian. And with that, Sly. I did not think we'd be doing a show about Eureka this week. <laughs> Me neither, but there was a recent interview about what, uh, six days ago or about a week at, that recently came out. And yeah, I felt like it was a good talking point. So, uh, I mean, I've been, I've been in Eureka almost like every, every week or every other week. Um, still have to, what was that? Well, so I, I'll, there's, for some reason, my camera is giving off a lot of anti-aliasing. So people just don't look at me the whole time. It's going to look bad. I don't know why. It's just doing it. There's just a ton of anti-aliasing for what appears. Yeah. So this is me like test because when that's when that's happening, there's like lines. Every time I move, there's like lines through me. I mean, I could do that mm -hmm. and see if it fixes it. It didn't. But, uh, you know, one could one could hope it just I, I'll just be like this the whole time. You don't need to see me. That's fine. They don't need to see me. No, I'll, I'll do it. It's just unfortunate. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's a whole huge interview, but I guess the major point is there's a lot of stuff about things that almost happened with Eureka, things that are happening with Eureka, and things that will happen with Eureka, which I think is the key aspect here. There's one line in particular that caught my attention in regards to taking feedback for future content. And uh, when they say future, I'm like, but there's only one Eureka Zone left. So does that mean 5.0 exploratory missions? <laughs> Sly, that look, that look on your face says, I don't think you really want a 5.0 exploratory mission. No, I don't. But Sly, Pyros has been good. Hydatos will hopefully be good, and they got they got hopefully. the they got the formula down now. So doesn't that mean that if they do it in five point <laughs> X, it would be better? It would still be semi experimental, though. It wouldn't. I mean, it would be based on what we have, but at the same time, there will be new features that you know, like are new that we haven't seen. And usually, you know, the experiments go one of several ways they either knock it out the park which rarely happens um mixed mixed bag mixed feedback or it's just outright terrible but isn't that all content slot 
I mean, we're not like they're not batting a thousand here, perhaps. Not with Eureka at the very least. Not with exploratory missions uh, in particular. They got it's content, but it's not content for everyone. And that's actually kind of a key point in this because early on in this, it talks about, uh, I guess, the initial development of Animos and certain key systems, like why, like what led up to the development of it. And a lot of it is Mm -hmm. kind of the stuff you just mentioned. You know, it's kind of almost like an experimenting ground and. you know, they wanted to create something that emulates Final Fantasy XI or certain parts of Final Fantasy XI, which is stuff we've all heard before. But uh, so many fucking times. Yeah. But I mean, to hear it again, I guess the amount of detail that goes into like how they had actually gone throughout the development kind of doesn't really change my perspective. But it, I kind of go. But why, though? Like in a lot of the things that they describe here. Um, one of them I actually really like is, uh, so one of the two people being interviewed is, uh, Nakagawa-san, who's in charge of developing, uh, Eureka. And, AKA Mr. Ozma. Yeah. And so one of the things is he's like, well, he's like, I was thinking back to like Final Fantasy XI. What was fun back then? And his exact quote is, well, we just waited for every, for NMs to spawn and level. <laughs> That's it. He was just like. It's not really a whole lot going on. There. When you realize Netflix or yeah, Netflix in uh NM was intended. It's so weird though, because it's funny because with Final Fantasy Eleven, dude, if Netflix had been around, dude, it would have flourished. Everyone who played Eleven would have been a Netflix user. <laughs> Every right. single person. Instead, we were just early YouTube adopters at best. So and that was like years after that came out. So that was uh that was that was good times. But I just think it's funny to go through this because they talk about like things they they learned from Diadem in particular, uh, things they learned from Eleven, and just what they wanted and what they didn't want. And one of the points I think we need to talk about most slide, the idea they didn't think pe- that's this many people would do Eureka. They just they just didn't think. They they were like well, people are gonna a lot of people are gonna think this is boring. There's probably not gonna be too many people who do. We we'll make it for an elite subset of people who want the old school feel. But it, I don't think that it's, they were just like I don't think that many people are gonna do it. That's it. Yes, yeah, Sly. You're talking to the same subset of people who again you know want this to be as 11 e if that's even a word as possible it's a word now yeah it is it i feel like it's a, been a word for god uh, as long as this game has been out they really want 11 so bad in this game they want so many 11 mechanics in this game and you weren't expecting this to be popular that's not even it for me sly here's the thing diadem's popularity was short-lived for two reasons. One, it wasn't good. <laughs> okay. This is an opinion, by the way. One, it wasn't good. It, two, it's a vastly popular opinion, but go ahead. Okay. Two, there was no good reason to do it. Because the pink gear was super random. The... Mm. The weapons were super random and only came from the remake of it towards the end of the expansion. Mm-hmm. And people couldn't cooperate enough to get either of those things done efficiently anyway. 
Well, we still like we still have that element of randomness in in Pyros. It's not as random, but it's still an element of randomness nonetheless. Well, yeah, but the reason why people didn't do it is because it wasn't worth doing. So when you take that and you stick a relic weapon in it, <laughs> you've suddenly fixed half of the problem. Have you, though? Yeah, apparently, yeah. <laughs> okay, at this point, at this point in the content cycle, would you say it's worth doing now? Dude, do you know how much materia and gill and my relics look? My relics at 880 substats with crit, direct hit, terminate. I'm feeling pretty good about the way mine has turned the out at this point. What the fuck are you going to use it for, though? Hydatos. <laughs> and, you know, whatever else. I have a feeling these Eureka Darian, weapons will be. Darian, I mean, I'll, I'll use my Omega weapon for that. Are you out of your fucking mind? But, uh, okay. you know, Hydatos. I'll use it for Hydatos because I'm. I'm thinking Eureka weapons. There's another comment in here we'll get to later, but I'm thinking like these Eureka okay. weapons are going to go under some unique transformation going into Hydatos just because of one of the comments here. Speculatory, but it's there. Okay. Um, it's just th th that that comment is something that's really important to talk about. Uh, let, let me see if I can find the exact quote. So I, I just read from the exact thing that they said. Uh, no death penalties. No, let's see. It's down a few pages. Here we go. The very first thing we noticed was that there was a much larger number of players that played Eureka than we expected. The dev team always pays attention to active players even now, and there are so many more players than we anticipated. I felt good to introduce it. For the first five elemental levels, there were players who found the content distasteful, thinking so boring and no fun, and quit immediately. However, these kind of early level dropouts for like-minded players was expected. We thought that players would need the learning process in slower tempo and would be difficult without that. From scratch level to five, I understand that some players would find the old-school leveling MMO style boring with a focus on hunting in the field dislikable. In the end, we were thankful for players who dropped out earlier have since returned. So... There was basically, hey, we know we're making this, and this literally, it's, it's, they, this is pretty much all content in the game. PvP's not for everyone. Rating's not for everyone. Eureka's not for everyone. But they're coming back to it. But you stuck a relic in there. <laughs> I just don't know why they're, I get that from a gameplay perspective, they're like surprised. Like, oh yeah, this is not something that's attractive to absolutely everybody. It's attractive to a specific type of player. Right. Okay. But then you stuck something everyone wants in it. So I don't I don't really think you Okay, more people want it than most other things. For different reasons. For different reasons. Okay. And I was very surprised that they didn't think, well, if we make the relic weapon here, it probably will be popular. I guess from what they explain, it's almost like they said, well, there's so many different options for a weapon that the players who like this type of content will be the players who choose this way to get a weapon. But that's never been how the relics worked in the past. It's never, ever, ever been like that in the past. So I don't know where they landed on that conclusion. But a lot of people play Eureka Slide. <laughs> I mean, you, I saw you were in Pagos. I don't know what the fuck you were doing in Pagos earlier. Light. Do you, are you not done with that fucking relic in Pagos? I need one more light. I'm, I'm like level 50 in Pyros. 
but I can't do anything until I get. Why the fuck did you do that? You should have just stayed in Pagos the whole time until you got that. No. Yeah. And then and then risk not being able to move about freely in Pyros. What is it a risk? Pyros is Pyros is so easy to navigate. It is, but like coming in later than you know everybody else. It's it. Eureka's the wild wild west. Nobody gives a fuck about you. Unless you sit there, you sit there and wait for about five or like three to four minutes and hope and pray that somebody comes and, you know, takes pity upon your poor soul. Other than that, like nobody gives a fuck about you and Eureka unless you're with a party. And you I, can't, can't disagree. I feel <laughs> like this is an important life lesson. No one gives a fuck about you. Okay. I'm actually going to close my door. because I'm getting it <laughs> Nobody gives a fuck about you i was I'm sorry i was in smash i totally forgot to close the door before i started there you go yeah just nobody gives a fuck at least for me i don't give a fuck about me in there i kill myself in eureka all the time to either get someplace faster or or bunnies or for no the bunnies i don't die doing i haven't died doing a bunny in ages because i'm really good at sneaking around things unlike most people who just barrel through and hope for the best it's pretty bad some people but I just don't know where they can't have this low expectation for anything that involves the relic ever again, because it's a bit of a problem when you do that. It just doesn't work out the way you think it's going to work out. Sly, I wouldn't say it's a bad thing. I mean, I just they just really underestimated it for. I mean, that's not bad. I mean, that's not like discounting the work. It's just they weren't expecting it to take off like it did, and for a while it did. But I mean, it still is though. Like Autumn's pocket, like you can get any through any of those. Still, people are still doing them. People are going back and doing second relics. Somebody finished all fifteen of them with five lines of stats. Sly, I can understand maybe finishing fifteen weapons. But to also have gotten gotten them all five lines of stats is out of. No, I don't even understand fifteen. You're on crack. They really like. I'm sorry. I am sorry. Like that is just anybody who like. I, okay, again, two relics. You know I, that's fine. It's 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 feasible. You know you're not that crazy. Four. Okay, you're starting to get a little bit crazy there. Anything beyond that, the fuck are you doing with life? Playing Final Fantasy fourteen, dude. You pay for that monthly. You gotta get that money's worth. They're getting their money's worth. That's if if if, if they're listen. If they're enjoying it, Sly, one man's trash is another man's treasure. At least going and getting all the Anomos weapons is super fucking easy. I can finish. It is. I think I have enough stuff to finish all fifteen of them on me still. Yeah. And besides, they'll be busy with Blue Mage next patch, so it'll be alright. It'll be all right. It'll be all right. Yeah. Oh, that's just... Yeah, I, I don't know. But the reason this comment comes as a concern is because um, it's eventually revealed that Pagos was implemented without any feedback from Onimos because it was already done by the time Onimos had come out. Like, it was already almost done. Uh, we suspected that was probably the case when they delayed Onimos to 4.25 that, like, honestly, mm-hmm. the idea of them having four completely different zones done... 
and I think a lot of people miss that step where like they didn't consider the fact that you know they didn't take any Animos feedback into Pagos, and that's why it kind of felt the way it did, and people had kind of the sour taste they did with, with uh, Pagos. It was just it was completely different. I wouldn't say completely different. It, it, there was a lot of samey stuff, but like it just it felt. Well, basically, what it, from what I can, from what's described here, and I guess I could read, let me read the exact quote. We heard from the last interview with Mr. Yoshida that Pagos was developed without the feedback of Animos. He said, yes, Pagos was already close to complete by the time we announced Animos. So they were that far ahead of schedule with Eureka that they were already finished with the second zone when they announced, or it probably means released the first zone. So... And basically, they had already dis- like it was already so far along, and they were already working on the third zone. That the third zones would ended up getting the feedback from Animos for the most part. Pagos had some some patches to make it a little bit more bearable, but mm-hmm. it's it's interesting to see that this time they were so far ahead of schedule with the with a piece of content development because of the schedule they'd chosen with four point two five that they didn't get to implement any feedback because the zone was already done, the scaling and all the numbers were already done. They were really far ahead of that from like a core development design prospect. And that's odd because feedback is a pretty integral piece of gameplay and everything else in our game has kind of gotten the feedback loop pretty quickly just not Pagos. do you think it would have benefited for them to actually look back you know just take a take a small step and you know just hold off before you know furthering development because even though you're that far ahead in development you could you know do your due due diligence excuse me and um you know make a better finished product which it wasn't and they had like the band-aids i feel like the band-aid solution is a little bit it's worse than actually having having a finished product that isn't what you expect just because just for sheer lack of non-input and non-feed well it's it's hard to say because with Pagos, the idea was that the hardcore of Animos would go into Pagos and it would suit them the best. Like, basically, mm-hmm. at that point, they figured they'd have narrowed down the type of player who was supposed to be the target audience of Eureka in the first place and get the most, hard, most hardcore experience. The reason why it was a surprise to us that Pagos was made without the feedback of Animos is because, I don't know about you, Sly, but the majority of feedback I saw from Animos anyway was to do exactly what they did in Pagos. It just felt like they kicked it up to a 12. Everybody I saw said, well, we're just running around doing an M trains. There's no reason to like break off and do your own parties. You know, that was the majority of the feedback. So when Pagos came out, we were positive. That was based on what everyone was saying from Animos. And then another thing you have to consider is this is at the time where we were like during the summer, really questioning the pacing and like, are they pacing everything right? Well, now that we kind of see know how exactly they you know did things did they do you think they actually paced content right looking back now 
I almost feel like if they were, if, if I was in this exact same situation, knowing exactly what I know now, but I could go back and do it over again, the 4.15 release for Animos and then 4.35 for Pagos almost would have seemed like the best option. I know it sucks to not have a relic step that far in between, but in terms of like the way they ended up developing kind of ahead of the cycle or ahead of, ahead of schedule, um, would have benefited from that exactly in that also would have been a relic weapon a little bit earlier which a lot of people wanted the relic in one one five because of just the way the first step of the relic tends to work uh i remember our zodiac weapon the first post initial relic step was in 2.2 it was leviathan patch that was a weird weird timing honestly i still looking back the animal weapon is the one i tolerate the most from the timing of it it's launched to even the most bothersome steps it's just, I could get through it a little bit easier. I, w I could tolerate it a little bit easier at times. Okay. Yeah. But I, th I think they uh, probably saw that maybe being almost done with something by the time the first thing comes out. Mm -hmm. Maybe, maybe don't. But it's, again, it is still so weird. Like, what would the difference would have, what would the difference have been in Pagos if they had, I guess, taken Animus feedback? Because, again, it feels like Pagos was developed with exactly the same shit I saw everybody saying. I never saw anybody say, oh, yeah, make Onimos faster. There was no light grind to provide feedback on. Onimos blew by. It did, but people still wanted, you know, something beyond, something beyond uh, Notorious and Chill. Like, they had... I mean, yes, I, some people did want Notorious and Chill. I'm, I was fine with it. Um, but at times it did feel slow. And First five levels, like they said. Yeah, five and levels? then it picks up. Oh, yeah, it does. Yeah. I did Eureka from scratch like a week after it came out in like 20 hours total. I was like, damn. And then and, and finishing every relic takes like an hour after <laughs> Every Pazuzu, I'll give it two hours. Every two hours after that, you basically finish a full fucking another relic <laughs> in Onimos. And that was, I don't know, all I saw feedback-wise from Onimos was people were asking for exactly what ended up happening in Pagos. But most of the people doing Eureka didn't actually want that. It was just the people who were actually providing feedback. So th the fact that Pagos was made like that without their feedback is almost like an insane projection because that is the player they were targeting. Those players that said those things, those are the players they expected to do Eureka in the first place. And then you ha you have the feedback, you know, we've been talking about where we just wanted it, we just wanted it to be more, more interesting. Than, yeah, more interesting. We just wanted more than Notorious and Chill. We wanted, we wanted, you know, an actual, actual like landscape like we have in in normal game where there's stuff to do beyond Notorious. There's hunt marks you can. You know, do other things like you normally do when you're out in the world. We never got that. Still, do we got buns? We got buns. <laughs> we got the buns. What are you gonna say? We got the buns, dude. I made millions off those buns. All right, millions. I'm just saying. I put a lot of money in my pocket. Sly, I'm saving up a pile of a thousand grade six materia. All right. I don't care what kind of grade six material it is. And when, when 5.0 comes out, 
that shit's going straight to the transmutation goblin and I'm walking out a fucking millionaire. All right. I'm going to get all the crafting and gathering grade sevens out of that shit right away. <laughs> I'm going to sell that shit for like five million the day after the fucking expansion comes out. I'm going to be rich. That's what Eureka's been to me. Is those guys, is those goddamn bunnies and all the Pyros boxes giving me all that shit. And then potion. 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 I love, I love potions. Potions are great. So yeah, but the feedback worked in Pyros, those slides. So when they do listen to feedback, it's... They listen. It's good. <laughs> it's good. And that also leads me to question. That, yeah. My bigger question is, it almost feels like Pyros has feedback from Pagos, which would be weird if Pagos couldn't have incorporated feedback from Anamos, Pyros could from Pagos. You understand where I'm going with this? It feels too, it feels too coincidental. Yeah, I, uh, I definitely agree, because nothing anyone said in Anamos has been shown in Pyros. It's really shit people said in Pagos. That Pyros turned back around for for the most part. I think the choke points and whatnot, and the the map design that people gave feedback from from Pagos, that probably didn't make it through to Pyros. It's still very choke point heavy, uh, even if it's a lot easier to navigate in Pyros overall outside of Pagos. That definitely feels like Pagos feedback. It's kind of like how they said Second Coil Savage was the original design for the fights, and it feels like they just literally looked at what people did to beat the fights and then fucked it over. And I'm like. There's no way you just had it designed that way and then said, nah, <laughs> in the first place. I refuse to accept that shit. Like, I feel like there's there's a degree of, of communication missing there. <laughs> At least that's how I feel. But, uh, yeah, I mean, that's, that's kind of one of the biggest things to take out of this article is the development. But for me, Sly, what have I said about Pagos? What have I said? What have I said? What, is that right English? Is that the correct English? What have I said that would make Pagos tolerable? Like one thing they could add to Pagos that would make it tolerable. Level sinking. Okay, that's all of Eureka, but specifically Pagos. <laughs> one thing that would make Pagos completely tolerable. Oh, shit. That Hi. card doesn't give a shit, apparently. No, no. Yeah, I don't remember. What was it? The Logos actions. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That, I mean, it's easier to say that in hindsight. It's so easy to say that in hindsight. It is, but I'm saying it now. But you know why I'm saying it now? Because originally we were supposed to have Logos actions from Onimos. In, in, yeah. Yeah, we were. And they, they, they were talked about right before Pagos came out and they delayed it until Pyros. Yeah, I mean, it's just the Logos action is supposed to be in from the beginning. If Logos actions had been in Pagos, dude, I would tolerate the shit out of that zone. Because then you have the stealth actions, you have all the reflect actions, you have all the you stupid... You really tolerated a hell, little bit more than you did. Hell yeah! Hell yeah! I don't think it makes that much of a... I mean, yeah, it makes a sizable difference. But it doesn't make that much of a fucking difference. Sly, it dude, the, ref, the reflect it, it life. Will the, it will improve the experience, but still, it's fucking Pagos. Besides having logos actions to make 
your journey and, you know, doing stuff in Pagos easier and more efficient and a little bit fun, it's still the same Pagos and you're still doing the same grind. Nothing else really changes besides that. So it Those- doesn't you don't understand how much those actions break the fucking game and how they encourage you to break the game with them. Even just something as simple as the reflect option for elementals is a huge amount of gameplay opened up. That's just one thing. I would have soloed the shit out of Pagos if I had that. And I wouldn't have had to worry about constantly looking for parties that were the same level Feeling like I'm left behind if I don't keep up with the initial grind. I can't make it to the north side of the fucking map because these assholes are strewn about everywhere. Mm-hmm. There's one choke point to get up there. I have no reasonable way to get up there. Mm-hmm. It would. I would love Pagos if I had that. All these things would make Pagos in every way. All those things in, in spite of you know, being able to have logos actions in is still the same thing. Like I said, it's still like, there's still all that shit. But all those things, but the logos shit. lets me go around those things in my own way. <laughs> I can be, I, I can mean, be my still, own man. You're still going to need a party for fucking NMs. You're still going to need That's fine. I don't, I don't give a shit about needing a party for NMs. What I okay. give a shit is not being able to progress through Pagos at all. Because mm-hmm. I can't find a party that's level 24 to 26. And I can't find a party that's level 27 range. Or I need to get mm-hmm. a party that exactly wants to kill dragons and chain 30 them and ignore other shit. I just... I can make my own goals. And I can achieve them on my at my own pace. Or I could do it the way I normally do it. It's the spice. It's the spice, Sly. Especially being under level 30, when you cannot use that teleport in Northwest. Think about all the, yeah, think about how much we would have shit on those quick water snakes with Logos actions. But, Pagos doesn't have it, and it still sucks. (laughs) That's just how it is. It just still sucks. If you like it, I'm sorry, but we will never agree. I won't say you're wrong, you are, but I won't say it twice. And... That's it. I mean, maybe I just still have a fucking sour taste from Pagos, but yeah, like, there's an, like, maybe I feel like there's nothing that can redeem it, even Logos actions. No, if they added them now, it's not like it would suddenly make me forget everything that happened. No, it's But it would be better for the next people. And there are next people. Yeah. The worst part of Pyros is going through Pagos. That's the... That's the truth. That's that's the worst part. It is it is absolutely, and that's always going to be the case. The fact that we didn't have logo, like Automos logos, I, nothing could have changed really the way Automos turned out. Yeah, having the logos actions actually still would have been okay, but it really was NMs or nothing at all in in Automos. So it doesn't really make as much a difference in there. Pagos is all about having all these little micro objectives with the buns and the and the, the, the Cold Warp black boxes and the Dragon Light farming and the Elemental Light farming and the NMs and then people trying to spawn NMs that are near their own level and people trying to spawn the NMs lower than themselves. And when everyone's split up like that, that's where Logos actions come in. They're great. Great. They're great. They're like Frosted Flakes, the cereal. 
Sly the Tiger. He goes great, but with a rolling R, in a sense. Are, are we, are we going to patent that for logograms? Yeah, those are that's what logograms are. They're great. Probably get sued, but, you know, yeah, much. that's fine. You know, we, we can handle that. That's fine. Nobody buys cereal anymore. Anyway. All right. So that was those. Those are their early plans. We missed out on a lot of that stuff. And uh, then we got a little bit more information about Logos Actions going forward. They were very, very clear that Logos Actions are something that was made for Eureka. They very clearly state, we will never implement anything similar to the Logos Action system in the rest of the game. <laughs> <laughs> because people keep thinking that, like, oh, these Logos actions are, like, where they're going to let us do this in the expansion, like, everywhere. Nope. <laughs> they're like, nope. nope. <laughs> There's no fucking Wishful way. Thinking. Wishful fucking thinking, but no way. Uh-uh. There's, no, I want Reflect and Alpha Scape. I want, dude, I can't wait for the Catastrophe strats in fucking O12. Oh, what's that? You want we're, we're losing the deep. Everyone bring catastrophe and when the boss is casting the enrage, kill yourselves to make sure you finish it off. <laughs> Blow yourselves up at the end because you're going to die anyway. So go out with a bang. That's it. They're never doing those anywhere else. So I think we can put that to rest. Like you did you ever think we were ever going to see 99% of these things ever again once we left Hydados? Fuck no. Do you understand why some people maybe thought they were going to? Fuck no. <laughs> I don't think people understand just how much these break. Dude, listen, if Blue Mage can't be in normal content, no, there's no reason to think what Logos. What the fuck do you think <laughs> if Blue Mage wasn't? <laughs> if Blue Mage isn't allowed to be shit, why would anyone think Logos actions? Are going to be available anywhere outside of Eureka. Shit, even Blue Mage ain't allowed in Eureka until they're level 70. I mean, this is like akin to fucking Ungermax. I mean, yeah. I mean, Ungermax was broken in like a more traditional way from like a number yeah. standpoint. This is broken from a functional standpoint. In a good way for Eureka. Like I said, it makes Eureka tolerable. And fun at times. <laughs> and basically, people are saying the game isn't tolerable. <laughs> No, they're saying Eureka, you Eureka like is intolerable. Yeah, but when you're asking for shit like this outside of Eureka, you're saying the game is intolerable. Yet you pay you pay the sub and you play the game, and you want this shit to be outside of Eureka? I really? mean, be, like I said, the reflect strats in Omega would be pretty dope. He goes to hit you. He goes to hit you with the HP minus, and you're like, "Is that magic?" Reflect. <laughs> Everyone reflect the HP reduction back onto Omega. He'll have a thousand health left and then we'll kill him. Just skip 90% of the fight. It will be good. Uh man. Yeah, that's that's intense. That that would be a good bit of fun. Um and along with that statement that it would be nowhere else is uh regarding the, the point of them being mandatory for Hydados. There's been a lot of words from Yoshida saying that Logos Actions and Pyros, they're there and they're useful, but they're not as integral. They're just kind of being introduced in Pyros. Mm -hmm. And then in Hydados, you'll find much more focused uses on Logos Actions. Like, 
you'll really want to maybe consider having somebody bring faint or having somebody bring dispel or the physical damage shield or the magic damage shield or any of those like more powerful actions. But here we kind of see the flip side in that they're not really as mandatory as it may have seemed in the past going into Hydatas. Hmm. Is that a good decision or a bad decision? Before we explain why they said that it won't really be that mandatory. I mean, it's all about freedom at the end of the day, isn't it? That's kind of their point. If they make it mandatory, suddenly there is no freedom. And they want to avoid that. That seems to be the main thing that they want to avoid with Logos actions. And Logos actions are very freeing. Although Sly, I'm not going to lie, doing Skull without Dispel sucks. Alright? It fucking sucks. I don't know if you've fought Skull. This motherfucker doubles his damage for the last 60% of the fight if you don't Dispel it. I'm not down with that. Okay. Did you know you can stop the ads from spawning entirely pretty much in Penth? How? You can paralyze them and they don't transform and then they won't auto attack until you kill. And then they just die. And then you can cast death on them and sometimes one shot. <laughs> I mean, I got to that too. But... Yeah. But I mean, death doesn't work on a lot of enemies. I didn't know if they'd work on those. But like, you can do these things with Locust actions. They're not mandatory, but they're fucking great. This is what I like. It's like... Listen to what I'm saying. It's how much fun does Logo sound like? How much fun is it? How much fun does it sound like it is? How powerful you are. Just all that power. Think of it. No one man Man. should have all that power. Thanks, Kanye. How did I know you were going there? I don't call him Kanye. I call him Yeezy. Don't shake your head at me. He calls himself it's easy. Not it's not that hit anymore. Um, Throw Sly off entirely. Me, <laughs> God, yeah, you did. It's exciting. Like when I first, when we first heard about logo logos actions, yeah, like it, it was. There were a lot of unknowns. There were known knowns and known unknowns. But there's also unknown unknowns. Things that you don't know that you don't know. Exactly. Now that we've seen them in action, now that we know how they work and we know how fun they are. They're so much fun. I mean, I'm kind of, I'm still kind of mad about them. To be honest, I mean, yeah, it's, it's, to me, it's just like any other exploit you find. But these are exploits that they put in the game on purpose. And that's what I love. They even say in this interview, the reason Logos actions are going nowhere else is because they wanted to make them busted. They wanted people to see that and go like, why didn't they think of this? Be like, we fucking did think of it. <laughs> That's why we did it. Yeah. I love that. You know how many times we've said, yo, imagine, how many times have you been like, yo, imagine if Dragoon could just jump every like five seconds. Dude, my DPS would be insane. No fucking shit it would be. But people always fantasize about these crazy like power achievements. And here you're just fucking just do just do a million damage on samurai because why the fuck not? And then you go back to the real world. Yeah. 
But at least you had you fun like while you don't you do shit outside of Eureka. That's the thing. People act like Eureka is the end-all, be-all. You can do all this fun shit. Oh, my God. And then I got Raid. Hey, Raid's, raids for the strategy, right? Eureka's for... Eureka's literally the equivalent of when you're playing an RPG... And you need to be level like eight for the next boss, but for some reason you stayed in the first town till you were thirty-five, and you're just like, "Fuck mm -hmm. yeah!" That's pretty much Eureka in a nutshell. Once you get to Logos actions, you're that guy. You're you're that guy who wouldn't go past the Midgard Zolom in Final Fantasy VII until you could kill it <laughs> without bio. For anyone thinking of that, you were the guy who wanted Aerith's like everyone's all their limit breaks before you even stepped out of Midgard. <laughs> You're that guy. You're new game plusing it up with these Logos actions. You carried all your shit over from the previous playthrough, which is what I hope they let us do in Hydatus for Logos actions. I feel, I feel it. I feel it. They get to max level on Destiny Island. Don't do that, by the way. If you do that, I have no remorse for you as a Kingdom Hearts player. That's it. It's just for the lulls. That's why we need some lulls in our life. There's some. There's just. There's a lot of people kind of salty about certain things in this interview, or they don't really agree with some of the decisions. I'm just like, yeah, they just should have done these things earlier. That was the biggest mistake. Again, so much easier to say now. Of course it is, but I'm saying it now because there are things that they already said they were gonna do but didn't like the logos actions or doing charge 16 times and then doing madare or catastrophe you know just blowing yourself up for the same damage but surviving i'm just saying sly it's it's gotten it's better now they just need to go back and make the other make pagos better <laughs> I mean, it, it, it doesn't bother me none. I'm not going to go back and do another fucking weapon. It, like, once I'm done with the shit, I'm done with the shit. For, for, for the new people, absolutely, sure, why not? There's also people concerned about getting these weapons. Like, if you were to come back in 5.x, what's it going to be like? Dude, they really got to let you go ham if that's the case. Because people are going to want... Because there are people who are going to want to go back and solo through a weapon. And I'm sure it's not going to be that bad. I'm sure they'll make changes to make it completely soloable. Um, from start to finish, they're, they're not going to force you to rely on teamwork or bump up the like the buff you get from going back to like Animos and Pagos because like they Pagos and Animos has has a buff now. I forget the percentage, but yeah, they just bump that up, like crank that to high heaven. Yeah, I I have a feeling it's it's weird because I don't know exactly what they'll do, but like I can you can already mm -hmm. solo through all of Animos and all of Pagos to a degree. You join a party for the NMs. But other than that, you can pretty much solo your way through them. It's just not that great to go through Pagos alone because it's just slow. Pyro is super easy to do. Um, even against the NMs, if you have the right setup, it's just what take you for fucking... Everything scales to the number of people in the zone. Mm -hmm. I've soloed an NM with one person. Like, with me being the only one in the zone, I'm like, oh, that wasn't that bad. I just don't want to do it with, like, Louie. I don't want to spawn Louie. I can't spawn Louie. I can't spawn all the higher tier ones. Can we do that with the lower tier ones? So, I I don't know. I just, I, I found that a lot of this stuff kind of surprised me, but I was also intrigued of what they decided to do in regards to things like the Logos actions and whatnot.
But uh, moving forward, they talked about learning from their mistakes. This is always a bit of a bit of a tough point when it comes to development because you've if you've learned from your mistake, that means the mistake already happened. You just gotta move on with it. Yeah. So perhaps for, do you consider do you think they've learned from their mistakes? Pyros feels like the only thing they didn't learn from Pyros is we didn't we've never liked RNG stats. I don't know yep. why that was. I mean, don't get me wrong. I've got amazing stats. The idea is if you're going to get stats that are better than raid weapons, that I guess there needs to be an, if skill's not going to be the element, randomness needs to be the element. I would rather the weapons just be on par like they were in the past or nearly on par, maybe even just only a slight bit more substats and no RNG. That's the one thing I think they didn't learn because we didn't like that. And nobody liked that shit in Diadem. Not a single person was like, yeah, no, it never happened. No one's ever liked it. I'm just saying. Well, there's always that one person. <laughs> yeah, there's one always that one guy. I feel like that one guy, the closest thing that one guy it has is he's like, well, if it's going to be stronger, yeah, I get why they did it. That's not good idea. That's, oh, okay. I'm not... That's like when you go to order a steak at, a, at like a steakhouse. They go, oh, we're out because whatever, like the truck broke down. You're like disappointed, but you're like, okay. All right, I'll take the fish. Yeah, I'll take the fish. Like, I get it. It's not like it's not like you were assholes about it or something. It was just it was it was it was a product of circumstance. All right. So and then, uh, you know, I got my 880 substat weapon. I'm feeling good. But other than that, I don't know how much they really learned from Diadem. We'll find I think we'll really find out how much they learned from Diadem in Hydados. Because that emergency mission is going to be... <sighs> That's going to make or break him. That's it. It, make or, it, make, it literally makes it great. Pessimistic for, I am slightly? slightly pessimistic for it, yeah. Sly, what, it, what in God's good earth would make you so pessimistic about... Something designed after Eureka. I mean, so designed after the diadem. What could possibly make you so pessimistic, Sly? It went so well the first time. Of course. We loved it, right? So nice they remade it, so it twice. <laughs> they remade it twice. Were they, were, wasn't there a talk? Well, no, I think. We had this conversation before, before about them removing the item completely. No, they said they considered removing it completely. They've said this. This is yeah. not your imagination. They have said they considered okay. removing the item from the game completely. That says a lot. Still waiting. Still waiting. Still wait. I mean, there's not really a reason to get rid of it outside of, I guess, freeing up a server, like a server slot. But, like, let's be honest, how many people use that server slot? <laughs> and then all the content, they got to move all the fucking minions and shit everywhere else. It's probably just in heaven on high anyway. But besides the point. Yeah. yeah I don't, uh, I, I feel like Hydados would be the real test slide. But why, but, but just, why are you so, why are you so pessimistic about it? You don't, you don't think Hydados. Public dungeons are going to be good. Again, slight. I, I, 
it's not that I'm saying it's going to be like horrible. Like they, I feel like they learned their lesson with Pyrus and it could only get better. But there's a chance it could be a little bit worse in, in some areas. You know, it's not going to be, I don't feel like it's going to be perfect. I'm, I don't feel like everybody's going to go, oh my God, why are you not in high autos? This shit is the best thing ever. But there will be some things. One, they're not like, the big thing, your big thing, it won't be level sync. I don't know why that's been like such a non-focus, a of- non-issue. I, I and they and that's one thing. That's one point of feedback they they're really fucking up on is the level sync. It might just they it might just be a really difficult to do like system-wise thing. But I feel like it's not. Well, we, I like, feel like we, we have the we're technology. We're not developing it. Yeah, we're not developing developing it. But I feel like we have the technology. Well, we totally have the technology. It's just something that needs to be done. Right. But I don't like. There could be something on the back end that makes it way worse to do inside of an instance. Because we can't even do. We can't do it in the open world either. We can't level sync in the open world. So if they have any, if they don't even have it there, then developing it inside the instance probably it adds a few more, adds a few more layers, so a few more ogres across across everything. All right. So I can t- I understand why you're pessimistic. Sly, so for me, there's one thing I already know about Hydados that we can definitively say is bad. What's that? You still have to go through Pagos to get to it. Definitively, well, not, us. not us. No, you're still going through Pagos, dude. You don't make it in time, and you'll still you'll fall in that category. I have one more freaking light to get, and, I, if, and that's a bunny farm. That's just like that's just the bunny trick. It's just I'm just gonna just stay by the bunny, bunny fate. Get my light, the fuck out. Live by the bunny, die by I the could. bunny. Yeah. Well, that's more Pyros. Definitely die by the bunny. Die by the bunny. In Pyros. So yeah, Hydados. Uh, our first review point of Hydados still have to go through Pagos, so like, knock a point off. Imagine they make it so you don't have to go through Pagos. <laughs> just like, nah, fuck it. Just, they won't. They won't. <laughs> they'll just be like, nah, fuck it. You could you could do the whole first 35 levels in Automos. Fuck it. We're not going to make you do shit. Yeah, what if they actually made you skip a step? Skip a whole step like it didn't exist. <laughs> So many people will be pissed. Like, you don't understand. We had to go through that shit and they don't. I mean, yeah, it makes it easy for the new people, but still, like, I'd be pissed. Slide 2.1 to 2.3's main scenario quest with, like, a word with you after the skip, after the jump potions were made. <laughs> Sometimes people don't got to go through it. Sometimes people just don't got to go through the trials and tribulations. It's just, it is how it is, man. You can't you can't stop content from evolving. No, you can't. Yeah. You also don't have to do the relic to move on to the next area. You can just go do it for the story. Sorry. <laughs> it's not it's not been a strong point. It's not been it's not been a strong point of your well, we have talked about it, but it, it it's gotten pretty decent. I'm curious how it pans out. Yeah, me too, because they haven't told me, they've given me the bare minimum to work with. I mean, that's Eureka in a nutshell, but with the story too. It's, it's like, 
I am Eureka. I'm in a castle. Oh no, we have to find a way to the castle. We're trying to find our way to the castle the fucking time anyway. Now we just have more of a reason to find our way to the castle. They're just giving us more reasons. So, yeah, I don't know. It's not a strong point. Not, not a strong point. Uh, and then other than that, I don't think they talk a little bit about the story. They talk about the public dungeon. It was scary, dude. You know what? You wanted me to read what they said about the public dungeon, Sly? Please. So there will be similar parts from the previous ones and also a dungeon, uh, as a plus alpha, whatever the heck. That's just an odd translation. It sounds like it will be difficult to progress from outside to inside. Basically, actually beat the public dungeon. Yoshida, oh no, Nakagawa says, we can't tell you much, but there will be a noticeably different part of Eureka. And Yoshida says, almost, almost, like, <laughs> almost like an ultimate alliance raid? And then Nakagawa's like, wait, not ultimate. <laughs> more, like more like Savage. More like Savage. I, first of all, I don't believe them. Second no. of all, if I if I do believe them, I just get flashbacks to emergency missions. And I'm not pleased about that. Mm -hmm. I'm, not that this one couldn't be better, because now there's not going to be, like, crafters and gatherers. Like, here's the one advantage that they have with a, an emergency mission this time around. One, everything scales to the zone. So mm -hmm. it's feasible. I, I'd love to believe it's feasible that... If you go into the public dungeon, it's scale to the number of people in the dungeon or the zone. Because they've got that part right. The other thing is there's not going to be crafters and gatherers just fucking sitting doing nothing. Or gathering, which is making it harder. Because there's no crafting and gathering in there. Mm -hmm. And three, we've got logo sections. So we'll just fucking overpower that shit as best we can anyway. Let's see if they've learned all those lessons and that they've implemented those kind of lessons. Because if it is ultimate or savage, I have no faith in humanity when there's eight people involved. I have even less faith in humanity when 144 are involved. That's a lot of stacks of the people, debuff. The only respite I have with this is the hope... That any ads are already part of the fight. Thus, they cannot be dragged into the fight after fucking words. If they put dragons along the outside, and people kiss, oh, if you get knocked back into those dragons, they're gonna aggro you. We're fucking doomed, alright? That's it. It's done. You know how many people... I mean, you're still gonna have that one idiot who drags shit, like, who drags a whole fucking train. They do it on purpose, though, Sly. You know how many times I go into Eureka, and somebody goes... Hey, there's no ads. Can someone go get the dragon? And someone goes and does it every time. And they literally pull it right on top of the NM. And then everyone's a fucking, everyone's a fucking feeding. Yeah, and it's just, it's a, usually around the time that, you know, we go to an NM and we're just waiting for somebody to pull. And then there comes the idiot, like a train of, you know, a dragon and then a few other things. Or if you're do doing it on work, purpose, they're bringing like all the fucking worms. And I'm just there, not hitting anything, but I'm just there looking. I'm like, mm, really? Really? Sly, I've done 30-man skull. I'm very frightened. Doing skull with 30 people and you're one of two healers for across all 30 people. It's, 
I'm already frightened with that. If this is worse than that, I'm going to be equally as frightened. And I'd like to point out, Skull, you literally cannot drag ads into that fight. Like, there's nothing in the area threatening enough for you to even... Even if something did get pulled in, it would just die instantly. I'm just... I'm just scared. Because I don't want to be only one of two healers in a 30-person public dungeon. That's a lot of reses. At least everyone else is like a red major or summoner, so they help with the reses. That way I don't have to heal people. Because I won't. Because the tank is the only one getting the little bit of MP I have left after all these reses. No mm -hmm. DPS here. Ain't got, ain't got time for DPS and fucking 30 man skulls. Oh, no, no, we're fine. Go. We're fine. I got bloodbath. Mm -mm. I ain't dealing with that shit. Then there's this comment. And Sly, I feel like our Eureka weapons are about to have a bit of enlightenment. RNG enlightenment, but enlightenment. The immediate next comment after the Savage thing says, So that's something new that's coming up. It'll be a sort of extension of Pyros and about playing it whenever you want as a main direction so you can rest easy about that. Everyone might bring weapons with massive substats or powerful Logos actions to sweep through the public field. But in the end, we prepare something you want to draw every knowledge and action possible to break through. What the fuck would our substats on our weapon have anything to do with that when we're fucking item level capped at 300? What would that have anything to do with this dungeon? I have no clue. Which is why I see that and I go, I wonder if something with our weapon becomes more prevalent in the Hydatos. Like, maybe it breaks the item level cap. So now suddenly you have this 405 weapon in an otherwise item level 300 capped thing. Maybe you don't have to worry about accuracy against the fucking wind elements, which is obnoxious. I'm glad they got rid of accuracy all those years ago. Maybe we can give it a random Eureka effect. I feel like they would have let us know that from, like, ages ago if they were gonna like if they were gonna do something like that i mean logos actions kind of set that up a little bit but we would have gotten wind of that information by now i mean to be fair we got wind of it when we got the random eureka effects inside pagas which by the way they didn't bother with in pyros there's no eureka effect anything in pyros so it was weird to even have it in pagos in the first place I'm just saying that, like, RNG Eureka effects on the weapon, specifically for the public dungeon, to make the public dungeon go easier. I could see them doing that. Because it doesn't really get rid of any freedom. Because no one's going to give a shit what Eureka... Because you're going to need to beat it, probably, to get the effect in the first place. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, maybe just reading too much into it. I just don't know what massive substats to sweep through it have like those two things just have should have no relevance inside eureka because they never have so i i'm under the, the firm belief this firm speculation that we will have some sort of bonus to using your eureka weapon inside eureka finally fingers crossed Man, people still gonna use their fucking omega weapon like it's but this one's so much shinier. Also, there's no real... It doesn't really seem like we're getting a victory lap step 
of this relic? Like, when are we, when would we get a victory lap? This has to be it. I don't think this is a victory lap. <laughs> Listen, you can't go through four zones of Eureka and call anything a, a victory lap, okay? But it hasn't usually... Every step of every relic we've done, the last step has been the victory. Yeah, there's I don't no think there's going to be one. I think they're like, fuck the victory step, the victory lap for the step. We need them to be playing our game till Sh uh, Shadowbringers comes out. I mean, we're already going to do that to begin with. Not all. I mean, there's a lot of games not coming all out of us between is, January and... Uh, but we figure it out. We figure out a good way slash reason to stretch content out until we get the. Uh, new yeah, because there's definitely nothing else I could be playing too at the same time. There's there's nothing. There's nothing else at all that I would possibly play in all that time. Oh look, a final Smash Ball. That's great. All right, is it one of the fake ones, the real ones? Let's see here. Let's see. Oh, I'm Mewtwo, so I got a pretty good. Oh no, it was a real one. Would you look at that? All right. All right. That'll, that'll work. Yeah, okay. like there's shit that's not going to be out at the time. I don't know. Uh, Kingdom Hearts 3. Um, what else? Uh, you act like they're, that's the only thing you're gonna, uh, that's going to occupy. That's you. just one thing. <laughs> that's it. That's one thing. Like, I don't need something to deliberately be stretched out. I have my own theories about this 15 collaboration we've heard literally nothing about either. Well, I just think they're going to put it, like, it's going to be used to extend, like, content between 4.5 and 5.0. Especially if we don't hear about it. In the, if we don't hear about it in the live letter next week, that means the earliest we hear about it is FanFest. In February. So. Do we got Devil May Cry 5, Resident Evil 2 Remake. Yep. There's so many games. What's the, the what was the game that got delayed to March? The anime Souls? Um, it's been so long since I brought it. Yeah, Code Vein. It's all sorts of shit. Let's just name it a few things. Tales of Vesperia. Yeah, it's whatever. Anyway. Yeah. There's so many things. There's so many things. Like, I don't need this to stretch out my content. He's always, he's always been like, just go play something else. And I'm like, I will. <laughs> I'm going to take your advice, <laughs> actually. I, will, I have plenty of things to play. Dauntless is probably going to have a bunch of new stuff, dude. They got their console plus cross-platform launch in April. Cross-platform stuff. And we got an... Well, Autumn's going to be after whatever, but, you know, for uh, Iceborne. Iceborne? Yeah. Look at all these other games. Look at all these other games we have. We're so, good. We're so happy, right? I'm happy. We are. But, you know, we all knew that already. Okay. <sighs> With that, though, Sly... Um, yep. There's only really one other thing left in this interview that I thought was interesting. And it's nothing to do with Eureka. Well, it kind of does, but they make it not about Eureka. And that's... They were asking about the Warriors of the Dawn, which are the four characters from Final Fantasy V who sealed X-Death away and who are part of, you know, Gullif's crew that we keep seeing with uh, all the flashbacks. And apparently, the Lupins that came out... Um, the Lupins were in development long before Eureka, before they decided they were going to do this. And apparently somebody, what they do is in, uh, in the office, they have a bunch of people just draw or like come up with ideas and they just do like kind of an open house. And there's 
just like a picture of a very pathetic looking wolf man. Yeah. And it's like it's got a it's got a it's got a wolf's head and actual like male features. No fur or anything. It's just male. And then the bottom half is is wolf. So the in between the top torso is man and then the head and the bottom half is it's it's yeah but that was that was the picture that eventually led to the lupin being added into the game and apparently this like brainstorming session also led to us getting corpacers and namazus so i'm grateful to whoever's whoever's including these and i hope it's the same person and that they are they are given a raise <laughs> i'm happy with all three of these things Especially the Namas. No, especially, especially the Corpacers. My favorite mount still. But I just wanted to highlight that because I thought it was cool. Other than that, they just go into talking more about, like, Eureka and, you know. The only thing is they say that I know the next Forbidden Land of Eureka is the finale. Confirmation. There will not be another one. We've heard it multiple times. I can guarantee you some fun, but the last segment of it will be close to a hardcore level. We can definitely use the feedback to keep up the work in the future. Sly. Going back to the near the start of the show. That sounds like there's going to be another exploratory zone. <laughs> that's what the, I, I read it as that. It may not mean that, but that's how I read it. That's my interpretation. So I'll ask you, Sly, one more time as I asked you earlier in the show. Do you want another one? I'm amenable to it. Sly, there's no maybes. It's yes or a no. It's not going to make or break me. I mean, I'll do the content regardless. Sly, I'm asking you what yes. you... Yes. Yes. You want another know. sandwich? Yeah, uh, please, please, Daddy, give me another sandwich. <laughs> don't call. Don't do that. Don't don't do that, please. I don't want it. I don't. I want none of this. I want none of this. Okay, so Sly will take another sandwich. I'll take another sandwich if it tastes like Pyros, and that's it. Flaming hot sandwich. What? What? You you, you don't want you don't want actual dynamis? What? I will put this fork through my brain if I get dynamis. All right, and eat my own brain. I would rather. Stick this fork into my open head and eat my own brain than do Dynamis. Okay? Because that's all Dynamis is doing. It's eating my brain. Alright? But you realize people actually are going to ask for that. No. <laughs> no, 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 no. Hell no. I refuse. No, no, no. Don't want it. I already have to put up with Blitzball probably being in 4.5. I don't need this shit, too. All right? And before one of the FanFest features something that says something, something, something. Hey, Dynamis. You shut your whore mouth, Sly. You shut... You sh no, you shut your whore mouth. Don't blame me. I'm blaming you. No motherfuckers want that shit so bad. Nope. 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 Mm-mm. Don't want it. Blitzball? Nope. It's happening, probably, but nope. Dynamis? Nope. Nothing. Nope. 
So don't put this on me, Sly. You're partially to blame. No! I didn't make Final Fantasy XI. Can't blame me for this shit. But we want all the eleven shit happy. We want this to be as eleven as eleven was happy. Please for them. There's something called a fucking game called Final Fantasy Eleven. It still exists, and you can pay monthly for it. It gets updated every month. Good for them. Anyway. We're gonna so move we, on from that slide. We are getting done in this. Yeah. No. All all I need to know is no. It's all you need to know is no. Okay. Just putting it out there. All this right. is fourteen, not eleven. God, somebody said it. Chat said it. I give them credit. Okay. With that slide, a few other things have popped up in recent news. We're getting a favorite mount roulette. This is far yes. more important than Eureka. Of course it is. <laughs> this is... To some people, Sly, this is peaches. You understand that, right? To some people... Uh, yeah. <laughs> like, I want it. But to some people, it's peaches. I'm glad we're getting a, fi a final... Uh, a favorite mount roulette. Thank you. Anyway, uh, favorite minion roulette as well, uh, as well as a few other UI updates. Is there anything UI update-wise, Sly, that you still want that we don't have? UI, not tackle box. First of all, I've given up on that ages ago. Secondly, as far as UI, uh, I mean, really nothing I can think of. Um, something more for the console users. I mean... They, they pretty much put that shit out like almost every now and then, so you can kind of expect it. But I don't know what specifically I would want. I'm content right now. I mean, in-game parser is the easy one. Personal in-game parser is the easiest. Like, well, I'll never stop. I'll never stop being okay with the idea and asking for it. It's never going to happen. I've seen Yoshi P's response. It's never going to happen. I mean, it's okay to want it, but it's never going to happen. And when it does happen, slide the look on his face is going to be even better. Uh, I mean, I get we'll in-game parsers and then get them taken away like three weeks later because we used our words. Listen, we already spoke about using our words with the PvP show. Using your words was a popular topic there. The sanity meter wouldn't that be an insanity meter? Because if it's filling every time you die, that means you're going more insane. Right? At least, yeah, at least a parser inside Stone Sky Sea would be appreciated. Yeah. Just, I don't know, something. Dude, Eggy Glam? Nope. It's, dude, fuck it. It's not happening. I give given up. Dude, I'm, I don't even think you'll have Eggies anymore. I think they're going to completely do away with Eggies and Fairies in the next expansion. That's it. Fuck it. They're like be a part of the job, but they're not even. Gonna, they're gonna just do away with pet systems altogether. So no pets. No, no fucking pets. pets. That's it. No pets. Damn. Damn. That's man. that's dude. That's my number one prediction. They're just fuck it. It's just get rid of it. No one cares. No one wants it anymore. Like you'll still have like embodiments of stuff that appear, 
but like the fairy is going to be like a part of your spells and the carbuncle will be a part of your spells and shit. Fuck, that's, they're going to go so far in the opposite direction. They don't give a fuck about your eggy glamour. All right. We're not getting a scion dating game. That has nothing to do with UI. You know what does have stuff to do with UI, Sly? What? This, uh, this Starlight Celebration we got coming up, Sly. Now you, it, you know why, though? Because they've had to work on probably a pretty specific UI element for this one. I've, uh, I've heard, you know, word around the street that, um, you know, there's, we're going to be dancing all night. As part of this one. Maybe singing all night. From what people have told me, and I don't know if this is like data mined off of Reddit, or I didn't like pay enough attention to the actual announcement for the Starlight Celebration, we were told they were going to have something unique, very unique, about the Starlight Celebration. And uh, a rhythm game. Seems to be on the table. It was mined. Okay, so it was data mined. That's on the, the Reddit Discord. Okay. Are you ready for Dance Dance Revolution inside Final Fantasy? Of course I am. How, like, come on. Are you. I played DDR for seven years. I'm, I still occasionally dabble in rhythm games. I'm always ready, Sly. I want to do it like in a in like an instance with like twenty other people though, so I can watch them all fuck up. Suzaku wearing her Christmas outfit. Yeah, I can see it. Don't give. Don't get Sly excited. All right. Don't guys. Uh uh. No, Sly. I can't have him like that right now. Yeah. I can't do it. She's a, she's already thirsty. If you put her in a Christmas suit, Sly's gonna lose his fucking mind. Don't, don't slide. Don't nod your head. I can't. I can't do that with that look, that look in your face. Stop. Stop it. Stop it. Chat, you're not, you're not helping. You're not helping with Sadu in a Christmas outfit. It's not happening. Don't give me ideas, damn it. Just stop it. All right. But you know what this Starlight Celebration is missing from last year's Starlight Celebration? No, I don't. Frank the Christmas Bear. I mean, just bring him back. We already have Frank the Christmas Bear. I've already seen people throw him a present. part of it. Make him a part of it again. You make Frank him a part Christmas. of it. Frank the Christmas Bear was awesome. Yeah, so just use him for the whole holiday season. I have it. Good. Throw presents at everyone you see. Merry fucking Christmas. Yeah, you just like, Merry fucking Christmas. You just throw presents at everybody. Merry fucking Christmas. I remember the first time we actually saw that video. It was just hilarious. Dude, he's great. He's great. The, he can play DDR. Yeah, he's in the mod station right now. Sly from last year's event. Yeah. That's a solid That's a solid Christmas present idea. You can Frank throw... You know what you do? You buy the code, you print it out on paper, you crumble it up, and you fucking throw it at whoever you're giving it to. Here's your fucking present. Merry fucking Christmas. Then they get the bear and they throw presents at two. It's a chain event. It's a chain yeah. of events. Um, it keeps on giving. Yeah, but we have the Starlight Celebration coming on the 17th. Uh, and then I just... The 31st. Yeah, and then I'd assume that Heavenstern takes over on the 31st. 
Heaven Starts the New Year's event. Yeah. Like literally right after. I'd imagine. I'm pretty sure that's how it's worked in all the previous years. I, I, I'm okay with being wrong, but I'm pretty sure that's how that's how it's worked in the past. You go immediately into Heaven Stern for the New Year's event. So yeah, I think so. I hope I'm right. Well, the yeah, reason you're right, you're right. Decem- December 31st, right on December 31st. Okay, so it literally transitions from that one first holiday event into the second holiday event. Okay, yeah, that's what I thought because I think the reason we haven't heard about the 15 collab is because they're going to use it like between 4.5 and 5.0 as like a reason to keep people subbed, and so that's why we, I think that's why it's not happening at the same time. They also said it's not done yet, but I feel like it's more strategic than that. That's that's how I feel, personally. And then we got Blue Mage. Right after Heaven's Stern, we got Blue Mage. And then after Blue Mage is done, we'll have the 15 collab. And after 15 collab is done, we'll have Hydados. And then, from there, whatever. Shadowbringers. Yeah, Shadowbringers. <laughs> yeah, that. That thing. Early summer. That thing. Early summer. That thing after all the other games we're going to play. Yeah, that thing. All this content. Oh, yeah, don't forget about the data center thing in between all that. Oh, yeah. That's going to be sometime at 4.5x, the data center. Get ready to make the moves, folks. I've already heard a bunch of people talking about their proposed moves of servers and everything. We'll see what happens. Yep. i got to prepare for it myself. But with that, Sly, I think we've covered everything news-wise. Thanks for coming up with a show this week, Sly, because I've been, I've been, oddly, I don't know what's been so distracting. Lately, I, I, I don't, I don't know what, I turned the volume off by accident first. Now, now there's nothing playing. It's right. This, this Incineroar is, is he's going to get some shit. All right. It's all right. Oh, there's an assist trophy. What are trophies on? Man, that's our show for this week. Thank you guys so much for coming by. And once happy, you know, gets through. It's yeah. The match real quick. Oh, he, he'll, he'll oh he's drawing tomatoes. The, um, <laughs> he'll go through the, um patrons yeah yeah no we'll do that yeah we'll yeah we'll do that there's a oh there's a magic conch there's a magic when are you getting smashed sly we will be playing on sunday okay but when are you buying it okay i killed him there you go good good proud of you proud of you all right so uh before we wrap that up um, we are going to thank our Patreon sponsors. This will probably be the last week we do this at the end of the show. We'll start doing it in the middle of the show. Um, speaking of which, the show next week, I should probably say it now. Do it on Friday, Sly. Because Live Letters on Friday. And I'm yep. not going to have time to study for Air Zivia while I'm visiting family. So we're not going to do the lore book Air Zivia edition. We'll, do, we'll save that for after the New Year's. Perfect. Excellent. Alright, uh, so with that, we need to thank our Patreon sponsors. Here's my list. It almost I almost lost it. I almost disappeared. They've been supporting us on, uh, specifically on the YouTube side of things, uh, fighting hashtag demonetize over on YouTube, because we like to say bad words, Sly. And play... Well, now I don't have to worry about playing a Nintendo game, because Nintendo done did a good thing. Alright? You did good, Nintendo. Good job. I'm proud of you. Proud yeah. of you. Yeah, they, you, done, you done did a good thing. With, with that. So we'll, we'll, we'll see how it pans out in the end. But you done did a good thing. Uh, so they've been supporting us through all the hashtag demonetized stuff. From, you know, saying naughty words to putting the word Shadowbringers or Stormblood or Bloodborne or anything in the YouTube 
description or title Anything or anything. It's not as bad as it used to be. It's gotten a lot better, but there's still some things that slip yeah. through the cracks. I occasionally get an email saying, hey, this was demonetized for three days. Have fun, by the way. Now it's not. Now that everyone's seen it, no one gives a shit. Here, it's, you can make money off this now. Uh, so with that, we have, of course, our patrons of light to start. We have Kuja Cross on Genova and Kurenai Oni. And I have new images for both of them. Apparently, Kuja Cross is uh, Lalafell now um for the holiday season and uh he's got your favorite pair he's got frank he looks frank. Like, he's gonna fucking pelt that shit in her face <laughs> he's like here's he's now, getting ready he he's like for the person or or the minion i don't know no he's totally aiming for the person he's he's fucking ready to go though like that's that's the frank that's frank the christmas bear that we actually like know He's not gonna kill the cat he's gonna that's not there's no meat on that bones he's gotta get the he's gotta get the the tall neck person i can't even see because the picture's so small on my screen if that's a here no that's a here never mind all right there you go and uh yeah so that's kuja cross's picture and then we also have current eyes where he's sitting on his biako throne uh still halloween themed in this picture but you know what everyone starts celebrating christmas too early not current eye he's gonna celebrate halloween as long as he fucking wants unless you want to say biako is supposed to be the one pulling the sleigh and he's dead so in uh in in final in A or Zivia Christmas, I don't know if it's different, but I think bears pull sleighs for us here. So, uh, yeah. thank you to our patrons of light for these entertaining images and for supporting State of the Realm. We then have our standard State of the Realm sponsors. We have Crazed Demeter from Midgard. We have Rajan Vent- Vent- Ech- Ventinus from Cactar, Carol, Ray, Senchi, Shadowlink on Tomberry, Dom, Sukawake from Gen- Genova, Lamillionella of Midgard Summer, Saren the Final Family, John Yatsu, Kefka and the Great Eagles on Exodus, Dark Raver, Kadeoshi from Kujata, Skisa Funny from Ragnarok, Round there, West Austin, the Purple Warrior, Edric Redsteel, Lexi Valentine, Matarn, the Rivals FC from Zodiac, Sarah Tribes from Genova, Renoa Chikara, Huish Balfour of Siren, uh, Phoenix NFC on Goblin, and Saren from Zodiac. We also have our Elite. Stop it, Sly! I can see the chat! You act like I can't see it, and I can. Making PogChamp faces. Good thing they can't make PogChamp faces on YouTube. Sorry, YouTube. Then our elite State of the Realm sponsors. We have Nyrick Vizsla of the Red, Alchemy, Shinka, Casual Heroes FC on Midgard's Armor, Tatach Taka on Hyperion, Kanazuki from Genova, uh, Starla on Kaworl, Sothal, Sarah Frost from Behemoth, Holy Tabasco, Red Thorn, Asura, Crass, Zero, One, Five, Mustang, Serenity FC on Ultras, Kakazuma, Agnes Paragon from Excalibur, Vlester, Famrit, Knockhorse from Excalibur, Corpus Moonscar, Private Mikey, Nani Kirsami, Rudruder, Gurkill, Hackman, Raul Jr., and Kiltastic Jones. Thanks to all our patrons for combating hashtag demonetize and supporting oh. Day of the Realm. I moved over to the scene of just you a little early because my studio mode went a little too fast. It's okay, you're not on the screen. You're not the big guy on the screen anymore. It's fine. It's perfectly fine. But uh, yeah, thank you so much for supporting over on Patreon. With that slide, we could sign off. Yeah. You're going to go first. How does that sound? Hey. Hi. Hi, everyone. I'm Sly. Uh, you can find me at twitch.tv slash Sly, a.k.a. Gray Fox. Uh, Twitter at Sly the Fox. YouTube.com slash Development Room. Instagram Sly, a.k.a. Gray Fox. Zero seven, as usual. I'll play too much shit. But this weekend, uh, I'll finally be playing Smash. But next week is anime robots, and I'm super hyped for that shit. Fucking anime robots. Like, what's the what's the name of anime robots? Super Robot Wars. Yeah. Okay. I saw I saw a bunch of stuff on Twitter about Super Robot Wars. Looked pretty good. Even if you're not into every, in, not into anime. 
every anime, every anime, like almost every anime mech in one game. And it's like Fire Emblem, but really cool fucking animations. And look it up. It's it's fucking awesome. I can't wait to play. I and will then, I will surely look that smash. up, Sly. Smash. I will I will surely look that up. Haps, Haps, how you doing over there, buddy? <laughs> what happened? Uh, what happened there with you? Yeah. I want to know. Uh, I want to know what happened with you because sound like you uh, <clears throat> lost your voice a little bit there. A little bit, a little bit, a little bit. All right, that's fine. That's fine. I don't, I don't see any issue yeah, with it. Yeah, no, I'm uh, I'm I'm doing all right. How are, how are you doing? Hold um, on, it's three seconds until the match is over. There you go. Okay, sorry, I had to get one more KO. Anyway. Uh, yeah, so I'm Mr. Happy. You can find me, uh, Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, all at MrHappy1227. Smash. Yeah, smash. Uh, I didn't smash today. I've been smashing off screen. No smashing on stream today. How you so, doing? How so you doing? I gotta, I, I, I'm, I, while I'm practicing my online, I want to keep my smashing private. I don't want I don't want everyone to see me smash all the time. So, uh, you know, working on, working on that global smash point, you know, working on trying to get to, into the elite smash. You know, that's where the best smashing happens, is in the Elite Smash. Mm. All right, so mm. sometimes it's a free-for-all, sometimes it's two-on-two, but most of the time, mm. I'm, I'm, I'm into that 1v1 smashing, all right? Ooh, yeah. Yeah, I'm going full Nigel Thornberry on this one, all right? Ooh. Yeah, but anyway, yeah, I've been enjoying Smash. Um, Dauntless had an update that I'm still trying to make time to get into. Um, Final Fantasy XV, half of the collaboration is on the 13th. With the Garuda fight in Final Fantasy XV, I think Comrades is releasing standalone on the same day, um, separated from the main game of XV. I know it's updating at some point next this week or next. Uh, what else is there? Atlas is on the 19th. It got delayed six days, uh, so that's good. Survive by, which is made by the same people who do Warframe, Digital Extreme. It's like Realm of the Mad God, but like way better or way more modern at the very least. Uh, and then don't forget January's Kingdom Hearts and uh, just just so many so many things. Too much shit. Too much shit. Too much shit. I just, I don't know what to do. And I'm going to New Jersey tomorrow, so I'll be on a six-hour flight first thing in the morning. And then it'll be three more hours into the future, so I won't even land till like, 5 o'clock. And 5 o'clock in Newark on a fucking Wednesday is a dream come true. It's not. So I'm going to fucking hate everything tomorrow. How's the weather in Newark right now? Uh, sunny. Sunny in 40, oh, really? approximately. It will not be snowing while I am there. I've already checked. Thank fucking Christ. <laughs> Oh, man. Yeah, and I'll be back on Saturday. So, uh, busy, busy. On top of that, Opera Omni has got Alice from 14 being added this week. She raises her white and black magic, or white and black, you know. Yeah, no, white and black magic. And then uh, she does Mm -hmm. Enchanted Redoublement, and then Verflare Verholy. And, uh, yeah. So, I'm looking forward to that. So, uh, I'll probably stream from New Jersey, to be honest. Like, while my family's doing their day stuff, I'm just going to do my day stuff. And then party for my mom's birthday. Party. Woo! Yeah. Big meal. Yeah. All the foods. Yeah. Woohoo. Probably Woo-hoo. not going to go that crazy, but it'll be fine. Anyway, thank you everyone for watching this week. We're going to move on into a very short post show, and we will see you next Friday. So 10 days from now for the next Friday. day of the round. Next Friday. Next not week. this Friday, the 21st, the same day as the live live. Okay? All right. Thank you, everyone, and we will see you next time. Until then, bye-bye. See you next week.